Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversation about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a happier and healthier you. Now here's your host, Randy Boyd. Greetings, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Healing Courageously. On this episode, and for the month of May, actually, we're going to uh, talk about community and the importance of it and the different types of community. We're not going to go real deep into it, but in the world of recovery, community is extremely, extremely important. Um, it, it, It can actually, depending on what the community that you hang out with, Will, will depend on the outcome of your desired recovery. I mean, only you can make that choice. So anyway, we're just going to go into that for this month. I think it's really important. My wife and I, we, we, we have a lot of couples that we mentor, and one of the big things we always talk about is community. And what's the community of people that you are a part of? Is it um, a healthy community? Is it a, a partying community? So it, it will... The community that you're a, a part of will shape your life in, in, in many ways. Um, it may not seem like it can, but over time it does. Believe me, it's it's. And I'll go into a little bit of how it did my own my, my, my story itself. So, first of all, you know, when we're talking about community, what it exactly is a community? Um, I think it's pretty simple to understand what community is, but. Definition definition is a group with a shared identity forming narrative. So it's a group with a shared identity forming narrative. So it's a group of people that are sharing some form of narrative. It, it could be uh, recovery. It could be church. You know, back in the 60s and the 70s, the hippies had all these communes. And, you know, it was free love. And they, they, they all lived in these uh, communes and it was all governed by somebody that, that headed it up but it was their community of people and they all abided by it peace love and, and joy back in the 60s and 70s is what it was all about so um and there, you know you can watch many i mean even charlie Manson with his community um although it'd be a very evil community but it was still a community of people that had a leader that was very evil and that was able to manipulate people to believe and think that he was the almighty. So five common features of community that we will talk about is one is, is the interest. What's the interest of the community? Um, two is actions. Uh, three is the place. And four, what are they practicing? And five, circumstances. Okay, so those are the five common interests or the five common characteristics that are inside of a um, a community. You know, with number one being interest. You know, the common interests or passions can uh, together form a community. For uh, for example, a community of pianists. So a lot of times we think of a community of you know a neighborhood could be a community, and then there could be a community inside of that neighborhood community. So you you, you see where it goes. I mean. Communities are a broad um, spectrum of different people getting together. Pianists, 
down down at the, at the fishing docks to all the, all the uh, boat owners. That's a community of tight tight people that they all have one common purpose and they have an interest and they have a passion, and it's in one location and it's chasing fish in the ocean. Then you know you got the uh, community of, of people that love to ski, uh, musicians. So the interest. What's the common interest amongst all these people? It could be like like I said earlier. It could be in the world of recovery, whether it's alcohol, narcotics, uh, sex, pornography, over overeating, overspending. So there's community of people that are all have the same interest, and they initially they or essentially they have the same goal in mind too that they want to achieve. But the one thing that I know for a fact is we cannot achieve any kind of goal in our life by ourselves. We need to have we need to have like-minded people that will be there to hold us up, guide us, direct us, tell us when we're kind of getting off track in a loving way, and then you know be there to celebrate with us when we obtain victory and whatever whatever that um, goal is that we're trying to obtain. Then the actions that you know community is acting together to bring change, right? You know, when I think about the, the 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 fishing fleet down in San Diego here in Southern California, they're they're trying to bring back or not. I hate the word try. I apologize. They're working on bringing about a whole bunch of change to make fishing better for the fishermen and to sustain the amount of fish that are out there, so that the fishing can continue into the the, the future generations that are to come ahead of all of us. So their, their actions are always to make things better. When I look at the communities that my wife and I have put together, uh, especially our, our couples group, I'll, ta- I'll talk about that specifically, we, we all have the same common goal. We want to be better husbands and wives. We want to be the best person that we can be for our wife or our husband. We all have the same goal. We all have to, you know... My wife and I have taken the same action we ask everybody else to take. And in doing that, when, when they follow those directions and we're all taking the same ac- actions, their lives are turning around. And they're doing it. I, you know, my wife and I are not. We're just there as a leader guiding them and helping them when they need the help. We, we can't tell them what to do. I think that's where, where, where communities can kind of get in trouble, where they have a leader that thinks that they're God. And that the only way that anything's going to get done is if you do exactly what they tell you to do and when you tell them to do it. That's the wrong way to look at it, okay? We have to have a common denominator. We have to have a common goal within the community. And we all have to be on the same page of how we're going to work that. We can't, we can't be sitting there getting our egos in the way in the middle of a community, all right? We've got to work together, right? It's okay this is where we can learn. It's okay to disagree. I'm going to disagree to disagree with you here, but you know, let's let's see what happens. We're, we're going to go forward with, with what the what the group says. Okay, it's a healthy community. Then the place, um, you know, naturally you want to you want to you want to be in the same geographical location. Um, you know, with a, with a one community now. For instance, if you take the fishing community or recovery community, I'm, those are just two that are really fresh in my mind, so that's why I'm using them. You know, you got fishing communities all over the world. 
I mean, all over the world you have fishing communities, and they all have this, you know, they, each community has their own interests in mind, and they have their own goals in mind, right? And so they take the certain actions to achieve the goals that they want to achieve, right? Same thing with recovery. There's recovery communities all over the world, all over the world, right? And it's all the, uh, the, 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 um, the main goal is to achieve Recovery, recover the person that God intended us to be without any kind of mind-altering substance to get in our way. So the practice has to be the same, but in each community, the rules might be a little different, but the practice is the same. The goal should be the same. And then, what's the circumstance? Some communities are brought together by external events or situations. For example, a community of refugees, right? You know, we've got these refugees coming across the border right now. I mean, it's a sad, it's a sad thing that's happening here in Southern California, Arizona, and Texas. But it's all these communities of refugees that are coming across with nowhere to go. They got one common goal. They want to get to America. They got a place. The border, right? And the practice is they just practice getting here however they can. So those are the, those those are the five you know the, f- the five common features of, of, of a community. So and then <clears throat> next is is you know what is a community group? With I I, I, I apologize. I said I'm tired tonight. I'm I'm late getting this out, and I just I'm very transparent. You all know that. So it's you know, all, all over the place tonight, probably because I am. Um, so here's here's a couple more examples of, of, of a community that I, it could be business groups. Uh, you have, uh, you know, right here in the desert, we have this uh, desert elite group, and there are a bunch of business people with one common goal, and that is to help each other be successful in business. And they meet once a month, once a week in a certain place, right? And it's every week that they meet. And it's just that their goal is to help people excel and grow and be successful business people. Cycling groups, they're cycling groups, cycling communities. I mean, I, I belong to one myself. It's a great community to belong to. Again, there's cycling communities. There's probably at least a dozen different cycling communities here in the Coachella Valley. And the one that I, that I belong to, the one that I ride with, is they're a great bunch of guys. Right, uh, they respect me and my wife. They know I don't drink. Right, I don't care if they do. They're very. Every one of them are married. It's a. It's a. It's a perfect combination for me to be a part of a of, of a group of guys, outside of recovery and outside of church. I, it's just I have a life outside of those things. And when you have a group of a community of people, this is the other thing that's important is. What's our, what's our common interest? We like to cycle and we like to have fun. And we have a place that we meet all the time. And we have a place that we ride. Right? Like I said, they respect my wife and I. We, 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 uh, we go out, we have fun with them. A lot of fun. Matter of fact, when my wife comes along, I get kind of ignored. But that's just the norm for our relationship. But so, you know, there, there, there's that community. Right? You got you got churches and life groups. There's there's you know communities within a church. You know there's there's a church community, the overall body of the church, and then you got the different life groups, which is each life group within itself is its own community, 
okay, with a common goal meeting in the same place, in a geographical place, right? And they all have the same interests. Okay, so there's all sorts of different ones. Then, like I've mentioned it a couple of times, we have uh, the recovery groups. We got Alcoholics Anonymous, we got Narcotics Anonymous, we got AA, we got CODA. We, we mean all sorts of recovery groups that we can belong to. The the important thing about community is this: is that, and I, and I mentioned it earlier, is that you know I know a lot of us have heard our mother or our father say, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you." The kind of life you're going to have. Right? Birds of a feather flock together. I know we all heard that. And if you're like me, you ignored it. <laughs> but it's so true. It, 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 for me, the best way I can, I, can, I can share this and explain it is this. Is that in business, as, as a contractor... When I was still working for people, I wanted to be a successful business people, or businessman, right? In construction, the business in, in, in the general sense is business. I mean, it, it all stems with one thing: conducting business on a very professional matter, doing what you're supposed to do. I mean, there's a whole bunch, but it's all pretty much common. So what what I would do is I was hanging out with pro- professional business people, and they were all very successful. I looked at them, they had a successful business. They were living what appeared to be a successful life with a marriage, with children. Everything about them just was like successful on the outside. That's what it looked like. And so I became a part of that, right? I became a part of a community that was successful, would party, have fun. But what I didn't realize at first is that they were also having affairs. They were also doing steroids. They were also doing a lot of different things that I swore I would never do. And because I wanted to be successful and I saw them being successful in their trades, I was doing the same things that they were doing. I, I myself, I have no, nobody else to blame but myself, but it, it was because of the community that I was hanging around with then I had the affair. Then I did steroids for a little while. Then I would do whatever they were. And I was you know, emulating everything that they were doing. I was copying because they were successful. It didn't work. It was the wrong community for me to be hanging out with. It wasn't their fault. They were living their life. I, I have to blame it on myself. I wanted something that I, I didn't have. And I started chasing it. And... As a result, there were some pretty negative consequences in my life. Thank God, thank God that my wife is forgiving. And that was in 2004 when that affair happened, and we're, we're still married 38 years uh, last August. But that's an example of the community that I wanted to be a part of because they were successful. So, well, so then when I decided to get into recovery, when I decided... Nobody told me I had to. Nobody told me I wasn't nudged by the judge. None of that. I just decided that it was time that Randy needs to get help. So what did that mean? So I went to a recovery center. So now I'm in this, 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 this community of recovering people every day. Four hours. It was from uh, yeah, four, five hours every night, Monday through Friday. 
I'm with a bunch of people with the same common interest. We didn't. We all had different struggles. But I had in in in, in doing that. What I what I learned was that some of my old friends, I had to let go, and it was hard because it's all I knew. But as I let go of these friends, my life started getting better because I was choosing to follow people that had what I wanted and were mentoring me in the right way. I had people that for the first time in my life validated all my pains and all my fears and all my hate and all my anger of what happened to me as a child. Nobody had ever done that before. These were healthy people. They knew I was hurting. And because of their health, because of their validation, I was able to move forward with my life and move away from that victimhood life that I was living. The community of people were there for me. They loved me until I could love myself. And then I got into AA, and it, it just it just continued. Then all of a sudden, my, all my friends were you know in, in AA, and it, it might say it sound mundane and boring, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me or my wife. We actually had a lot of fun. We had more fun, and we still continue to have more fun without the alcohol and all the partying and all that stuff we used to do. But it was the community of people that I chose to hang with in that part of my life, and I continue to choose to hang with. Now, some of those people are gone out of my life, and it was not nothing they did or I did. It's just how life, I'm learning that life on life's terms is how we have to live. And sometimes people are in our life for a minute, a day, a month, a year, a life. We, we don't know. But I'm always trying to, I'm always working on finding the people that have what I really want that have the kind of success that I want, that they're happy, right? They're, they're serene, they're peaceful. Yeah, life comes at us hard and, and heavy, but we don't have to use drugs or alcohol or anything else to get through it. I'm learning from people that have walked ahead of me, that have pay, um, paved the path ahead of me. I'm following them. I'm listening to them. I'm getting their direction. Right? Yeah, there's people that are friends of my wife and I that drink still, and that's okay. My wife will have a beer once in a while. She's not she's not me. I can't, and I don't it doesn't bother me. But again, it's community. And I, it's been my experience that when you follow the community that serves you best and that will give you solid advice about life that won't always pat you on the back and tell you, oh, it's going to be okay or, yeah, you know, she, women are like that or whatever. But a community of people that will love you enough to say, you know what, you need to go look in the mirror because, you know, what's your part in this? You need to look at your part in everything that's going on in your life. There's always one common denominator in our life, and it's us. So community is really, really important. Really, really important. 
So what we'll do is, is as each week we'll talk a little bit more about different things of uh, dealing to do with community. Um, next week I'll talk about uh, more about the importance. I touched a little bit on it today, uh, the importance of community. I'm going to get my wife in here uh, on one or two of these podcasts when it comes to the community because she just, her and I together, she just, uh, she's a big, big proponent of um of, of community so and plus she enhances these podcasts i get kind of boring myself i will say that but she's a she's a beautiful woman and she she has a really good heart she brings a lot to these things so join us on the next episode and i'm going to be talking more about the importance of community um and in, in, in different areas of our life so i think that's it for this this episode you can get my book, Healing the Wounded Child Within. Um, you can get it on Amazon. It's paperback, Kindle, and uh, Audible. You can get my 30-day devotion of the wholeness. It's paperback and Kindle on Amazon. And you can also get my 7-day challenge, which is a workbook that goes with Healing the Wounded Child. It's on Amazon paperback only. If you want to find out more about our, our counseling, our life coaching, our marriage counseling, pre-marriage counseling, uh, all that we do, you can visit uh, changeyourlifestorynow.com, changeyourlifestorynow.com. We just got done updating that website. And also you can go to our Courageous Healers Foundation uh, where we help men, women, and, and, uh, and their families heal from the scars of sexual abuse. You can check that out on CourageousHealers.org and see what we do over on that and uh, of our of our. Uh, ministries as well so thanks for joining me on this episode um, i really appreciate it and uh we'll just catch you on the next episode and i should be a little more awake and a little more uh, lively hopefully on the next one so remember this if nobody tells you that they love you today remember that randy does but more importantly more importantly god does be blessed, everybody. Love your family. Tell them all you love them. Give them a big hug. Bye-bye. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>